know. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But I don't know. Check this out, right? Here's the great thing about streaming and being in media, right? When people have a page or a group, you need us because we're content. Without content, your group is trash. So that's that. I will keep my content and you can fuck off. Uh, what do we got to do? Oh, yeah, we got to do the show. It's Monday. And I can't hear myself completely, and I don't understand why, but hey. Save y'all, Lavo. Hey, yo, Lerner, are you in here? Because I don't see you in the chat, and that always upsets me. I just don't like not seeing Lerner in the chat. Let's get into this show. It's Monday. We got shits to talk about. Um, I don't got any jokes. I don't got any jokes. I never have any jokes anymore. I should. Maybe I should get, like, a joke book. Hmm. Maybe I should write jokes at the beginning of the show. That could be a thing. That could be a thing. Who don't care? I care. I care. I'm here. Let's get into the groove. Just gotta get into it. I got another shitty water. Oh, hey. <laughs> and then, but still, she don't know why. Yeah, hey, but still, she don't know why. It's Kasabian. Kasabian live away. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome back to the Kasabian Lavo show live from beautiful Las Vegas. Uh, we're in the deep end. South side, deep, deep tucked away. Big, big, big ting, big tings. <laughs> this is episode 392. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming back. And if it's your first time, get you a water, uh, take a seat. We got a lot to get into. Shout out to um to Loner. Cause Loner, you know what, Loner? Saskia, you make it, you make the world go around, Loner. You really do, bro. I just want to say that I was thankful for your your friendship and I wanted to tell you that on, on camera. Are you listening? Because I swear to God, bro, I just told you. And if you're not listening, that's kind of fucked up. Susan, I told you, right? Susan knows, bro. Susan knows. She's like, bruv, do that, bruv. Tell your mate that you love him because he's your mate. Stop being such an asshole to your mate. Oh, Susan, he said cap. No, he's not a bloke from from the East End. All right, we got a lot of shit to talk about today. It's uh, it's Monday. What's going on? Happy Thanksgiving. I took Friday off because I was comatose from all the goddamn food that I ate. I don't even understand why I ate so much. I'm still trying to figure out why the fuck I ate so much. And it wasn't even that I ate so much. It was kind of like we just overindulge too fast, right? Is that like what we... That's what I... I don't know. That's how I felt. It's just like... I don't know. 
How about you? How was your Thanksgiving? Did everybody get to hang out with their family? You know what I got to? I really, oh man, you know those conversations of how we can't progress forward because we don't do shit for ourselves. Well, let's get into that. Like right off rip, I had a family member that has a piece of property that he's about to pay off. And I was like, why would you do that? Like, what's the purpose? Take the money out. There's no point owning a house unless that house is making you money. What the fuck do you mean you want to pay it off? Like, I get it. You want to have something that doesn't have a payment. But I mean, if if that's not available already, then that thing should be making you money. And if that house is worth half a million or a million dollars, pull the equity, go buy other properties, rent them all out, make money, quit your job and live a comfortable life. Like at your big age, you shouldn't be sitting on property. That's crazy as fuck. That is the easiest way to become a millionaire. It is not hard. Like when people when people want to talk about success, that's why it's funny when when people talk about being successful in music. Like, what is your goal? You know, it only takes a, a, a thousand person fan base to live good. That's it. You don't have to reach for the millions and go crazy. With 2,000 people paying you five bucks a month or you being able to sell $5 a month worth of shit to 2,000 people, you're making $100,000 a year. It's a good living. Trust me. Especially like when the average income in Vegas is only 36000 a year. It's fucking not bad when you're making one hundred and twenty or one hundred and thirty a year just selling music. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just not hard. So if you have a piece of property and you can rent it out for twenty five hundred a month and you can pull equity out of that piece of property, for example, I don't know, half a million dollars of equity and that costs twenty five hundred a month. So maybe. No, not really. I mean, honestly, because he might have like spectacular credit. Let's just say they give him like a stellar deal. I'm just trying to work the numbers out. Either way, he can take out like $200,000, go get two other pieces of property, rent three pieces of property out, literally become a landlord overnight, put all them properties up for rent, have money coming in, quit his job and like live the rest of his life comfortably. It's so upsetting when I see shit like this and it's like, damn, I'm a professional. You won't even listen to me. So you're not going to listen to anybody. Or do you have to go talk to somebody else? That's why when people like, honestly, like I've gotten to the point where people are like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. That might be my mental health. But honestly, I just got tired of talking. I don't understand what you're asking me for. Like I get asked weird shit. And it's like, you know, being in real estate, I'm looking at the dollars. I don't care about, there's no valuable anything in a house. The only thing that I'll ever find a value is if my family will be able to obtain the Empire State Building. I will fucking not sell my piece of the Empire State Building if I get my hands on it. That's it. Besides that, I really don't have no love for a home. If you don't see the value in your house and you don't want to listen to me, that's tough. But it's the reason why we fall on our faces. It's really, really fucking ridiculous to see like other families use what they have in front of them to make more wealth and to live better lives, bro, to live better lives for their families. I don't know. <laughs> Only listen to ish. No, I mean, I was very upset. You know why I was really upset? Because I bet you if somebody else would say this shit to him, they might listen. And it's like, I'm in the middle of doing it myself. So I know you got to show and prove, but I mean, it's not like I'm saying something that's not true. Again, it's my job, right? Like I was helping people do this. I don't understand. Uh, I don't get it. 
It just, I stopped. Like, uh, uh, that's why I said when, you know, oh, what are you doing? I ain't doing shit, bro. I am not doing shit. I'm not doing shit. I'm over there laughing. Motherfuckers talking to me about mechanicals. I'm like, bro, I make like $600 a week off my mechanicals. Like, that's nothing. And in in the grand scheme of music, making 600 bucks a week ain't shit. But that's like 30000 a year? The fuck are we talking? Like, I don't know, bro. Like, do y'all know what the fuck it costs to put five kids through private school? <laughs> it was interesting. It was really interesting. I just hate having those conversations because I feel like I'm talking to a wall. That's why I just don't even want to talk about shit. What do you got going on? Nothing. I was even embarrassed to tell him that I own my own stu- my own uh, soundstage. Like, I, I was like, I just didn't even want to say that it's mine. I wanted to say that I rented it out. I just don't feel like they give it. Like, they almost poo-poo. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's weird. Oh, I just hate having conversations with people. I swear to God. But if you have property and that property can make you money and stop you from working why wouldn't you do that like who the fuck wants to wake up and go to work because they have to if you have the opportunity to go to work because you want to okay because you want to is one thing but because you have to is a motherfucker and i'm telling you right now i learned this shit too late but i promise you my kids haven't and we are not going to continue these fucking mistakes. Fuck that shit. I mean, hey, be afraid of credit all you want. Be scared of the banks all you want. Be afraid of uh, equity. That's what it's for. Like, that's the only reason having a house is even a, a a financial tool because the equity that it just creates for being a house. Like, Think about that. You buy a house for $200,000 and then in three years, the motherfucker's worth half a million dollars. You've already paid down probably 60 grand. The value skyrocketed. You got 300,000 just sitting there in equity. You can pull some of that shit out and use it. Take 100K. Look, honestly, if you play it right, you take 100K, spend 50 on a, uh, a rental, maybe a duplex. Nothing big. Get a duplex. 50 down. Put maybe 10 into it to make it a little bit nicer. Bump up the rent a little bit. Boom. You got income. That income now pays for your car. Now you don't got to worry about your car. Now you save up. You know, you start getting your shit together. Boom. You get another one. The other duplex is going to now pay for the house that you live in or the next house that you want to buy. And as you go buying these properties, you'll start to see how to make more money in it. Cause it's just easy work, man. I don't, Oh my God, bro. There's no way you could own a house and be broke. It's just or, or live in a home. If you have a deed, a mortgage, you will always have money. Know how to do it. Speak to a professional, sit down with a fucking financial advisor, find somebody that you trust in your community, go to your fucking church, go to your bank, go to your brother, your sit, whoever the fuck you trust. Just don't let the money sit there. That is the biggest fucking travesty ever, bro. It is so heartbreaking. Like, you are literally hindering the future for no reason. No reason. Why the fuck wouldn't you give your kids the opportunity to not work? I'm telling my kids that between 18 to 20, they can stay home, put 70% into properties, and then those properties are going to be their income. And then they can do whatever the fuck they want to do for the rest of their life. My daughter's now talking about being a doctor, right? You got to use your kids as a business because that's your name. That That's like what you got to, it's, bro, there's no way I can own something and not make sure that my kids eat off of it. 
that's wild, right? Like, I just so heartbreaking. But anyway, um, Thanksgiving was fun. That just kind of fucking, that was fucked up. It was kind of sad. I was just like, damn, man, this is an opportunity for you to become a millionaire. And at your big age, I'd be so proud to help you become a, a fucking millionaire and, and help the whole family. That would be so great. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, after 50, you really got to start thinking about what you leave behind. Like, look at Walmart. They just bought the fucking Broncos. Like, that family just keeps on buying shit. I want my family to do that shit. Why don't we do that shit? You got to run your family like the mafia. I already told my kids, everything you get, 10% got to come back to the family. So like that, we never need. We're going to be our own banks. We're going to be our own organization. We're going to protect ourselves. You see what I'm saying? My kids are going to pay me insurance to make sure they live good. <laughs> but for real, like that's just how we got to run it. Like I don't see nothing wrong with us having a family trust in which we all put into it so that we can eat at the end of the day. What the fuck? Like who wants to see their kids struggle? That shit is weird. I want my kids to just go to dealerships and buy whatever they want. None of this bullshit of, oh, my credit ain't good or I don't have. No, just go for it. Like, and if that opportunity is there, take that fucking opportunity and help your family. Help the future. Fucking please. Oh, man. What else happened? Oh, loner's mad at me. Loner, why are you mad at me? Because I, I skipped Friday. As you can see, the more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out. And also, if you stay down here and you never fuck around, uh, you'll never find out. Honestly, if you never fucking fuck around, you'll never find out. Hey, I um, I love being in the content game. I have like seen cycles come and go now. Uh, and I've, I still do music. So it's like the best of both worlds because I'm consistently pumping out content. Like we have so many verticals and we help groups. Like if you have a group, me posting my content in your group, it, it keeps engagement up in your group. So it's a, we help each other. Um, but I only say that to say like, when you see the sweetie situation, it really makes you wonder, is it talent or popularity? And then like, if it don't make you money, what are you doing it for? 13 million followers, but you can't convert them into sales. Like that's just conversions, right? Like I don't care what it looks like. It's just business, right? And music as a business is difficult, but it's easy. Like I said, for me, success was 2000 people giving me $5 a month. That's $10,000. That puts me at hundred K a year. I live great that way. Okay. For you, it might be more you it might be less for you it might be way more you might be thinking i'm living broke cool 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 cool. i don't give a fuck i'm just letting you know that as a musician that was my goal it was accomplished and it was pretty simple once you figured it out but you got to have a decent conversion having 13 million followers and not being able to convert them to sell your album is just bad business it is like and it just shows you that i don't i just don't get it like what the fuck uh why what why ellen got a beef with apple Wait, what happened? You said Elon is beefing with Apple, and why is Jesus coming? Pause. Hush up for a second. Let's not talk about that. Uh, how do you convert those? And is it fake follows? Like you know, fake subs and shit don't do nothing for nobody. 
like faking it till you make it, like not putting in the groundwork to get like fans and build your name is is not a good thing. And like Saweetie, I think she has a great personality, and she and that's exactly what she is like a personality, right? She's entertaining in that fashion, but maybe her music isn't resonating because of her audience. Like I have that issue with my audience at the moment. For example, my music is like eighty percent women. And a small percentage of men. And then when it comes to my show, it's a higher percentage of men and less women. So for my show, a female co-host would increase my views and maybe make the show grow uh, 10x, right? As opposed to my music where having like a female artist on my shit wouldn't necessarily help because that audience is pretty much finite. And I mean, the age group that I hit, I'm pretty much in my pocket. So like I, I can't really miss, right? Um... Sweetie got a lot of dudes that watch her page because she's hot. And that's it. <laughs> They're not going to buy that shit. First off, you have music that like offends most average dudes. Like you can't sit there and say you want a dude that makes six figures, nine figures with a big old fucking baseball bat dick. That's not even a thing. That's like one in seven million dudes. So all the fat regular broke dudes are all butthurt because you're hot and they want to hit. and You're not making it easy for them. It's not cute. <laughs> they don't care. Like. They're following you because you're pretty as shit, but the music isn't resonating. Like, again, it's just conversion. Like, you're selling McDonald's products, so you're obviously making money. Somebody's running out to buy the shit. It's just not the music. I just see everybody's take on it, and I don't understand. I don't I don't get it. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Probably, I'm just not good at SEO, right? Is that what it is? Like, for example, I see people that have, like, 2,000 subs on YouTube and only have like 180,000 uh, views and I only got 300 and I got that. So it's like, if I had 2,000 subs, my views would be exponentially fucking huge <laughs> compared to that shit. So your shit's fake. You're just paying for what? For the number? For the vanity of it? It doesn't make you money. This is a business. Getting your music played somewhere for free that doesn't make you any money doesn't make any sense. What's the fucking point? <coughs> Excuse me, fucking asthma. I don't understand the vanity of this. I'd rather just make money and be in the background. I'm good. But that shit is wild. I don't know what's going on with Jesus or whatever. But um, help me out. And what's going on with this beef? Learn to talk to me. Give me some more information. And let's get into this, uh, the Saweetie thing. I mean, I don't take it as a flop. I just don't think that she's a musician anymore. And I think she needs to pivot and just keep selling products. Apparently she has, she's got a knack for selling products. I keep on doing this thing because it feels cool. And I'm, I think I want to make it a thing, but maybe I got to like move the camera. So this can be a thing. Is this a thing? Can we make this a thing? Does this look like I'm progressing the conversation if I go like this? Or if I bring it back, does that seem more serious? I'm trying new hand things because I feel like without having feet to do stuff like in the this I got to do more hand stuff. Am I wrong? For you, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm trying to accelerate, trying to get us somewhere. <laughs> oh man, I saw a class for how to fire people and how to talk negatively to people, and I was like, I'll take that class because I don't think I do it well. I think I am too blunt. I think there's a nicer way to being rude. I really think there is. Loner, if you're talking, I can't see you. And that didn't do anything. It just disappeared, Susan. What the front door?
everything's gone. I have no idea. The guy said Jesus was coming. I'm like totally scared. Uh, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's get into these topics. That was it. The sweetie thing was kind of weird, but it's uh, it's all kind of, um, I guess it's all kind of relevant. It really is. This is going to be a fucking hack job when I start chopping through it. It's going to be fun to fucking edit this episode. Nah, man. Like, I, it's weird. Like, don't beef with the media. You ain't going to win. This is global. That shit right there is local. That ain't no good for you. That's terrible. Don't do not do that to yourself. Like, it's very obvious this is not local, right? Anyway, I don't understand. I don't understand. Let's get into these topics. Canelo wants to fight Messi. Uh, Messi kicked the Mexican flag or was it a jersey? Messi did something with the Mexican flag. And then he began to, like, scrub the floor with the Mexican flag. And that pissed off Canelo. And Canelo said he wants all the smoke. And he said, and he said, you see the hand thing? Can y'all not see the hand thing? And he said, excuse me, and he said that when he sees him, it's problems. So he don't like what you did. You was being disrespectful. A lot of people were trying to defend Messi. Like, nah, 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 that's just how we do it in soccer. And he's like, I don't give a fuck how you do it in soccer. You don't disrespect my country. That's how you supposed to ride for your country. I hope you understand that. This dude's a soccer player. And he's a boxer. And wants to beat his ass because of how he treated the jersey. <laughs> Shout out to Canelo for that one. That's, he, yeah, he real for that. So I was uh, perusing YouTubers. And I saw Bobby Schmurter. Screaming at his phone, telling rappers they ain't shit, and he has smoke for everybody. Well, a couple people. And I mean, it, again, came out of nowhere. But I don't even know what to say. It was weird. He was like, oh, I make money. I spend money. My music is music, and your music sucks, and you're little homies, and I'm a big homie. And academics. Uh, you know I'm not playing with you. And then he said he was gonna boom stick whack whack academics. <laughs> he said he was gonna boom whack, and then he says sorry, he didn't mean that because he's on parole probation, and that's not nice. But I don't. But if you know what's going on with Bobby Schmurder and why he's so mad at everybody out of nowhere, somebody just d- d- fucking say something to him so he calm down, stop the violence. NBA young boy said. We just covered that in the last episode. NBA young boy don't want no problems. No smoke, no smoke, no smoke, no smoke. All the YouTube comments disappeared. I don't know why. Loner, can I get a mic check? One, two, what is this? Can I get a, oh yeah? <laughs> ah, you stupid as shit. Uh, Balenciaga is uh, wildin'. Does Kanye have something to do with this? Like Kanye came out the other, Kanye came out the other day and said that he got out of his contracts. Like he did everything on purpose. And then this debacle with Balenciaga. Huh. On top of those text messages where Adidas is seemingly still making money with Kanye and paying him. Man. There's a, what the fuck is happening? 
yeah, that's weird. The chat isn't working. See, that's what happens when it. Oh, there he go. Elon mad about ads on Twitter, so he started a war with Apple. And now he gonna drop his own phone. Oh, we're fucked. People think Apple gonna move Twitter from that. Look, hey, here's another thing, real fast. Thanks for bringing that up. Thank you, Loner. I appreciate having you on the B mic. Let me tell you something. Twitter's not dead. Twitter's not dead. Thanksgiving was perfect proof. Twitter's not dead. Like long from dead. Y'all crying about Twitter like Twitter's gone. No, Twitter is here. Much, much, very much so here. And Elon better not put out a phone. Don't nobody want to see that shit. Uh, yeah, back to Balenciaga. That that whole, mm, I don't know, man. There's something that I, um, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. That shit is gross. It really isn't. It, I, uh, who the fuck sent that? Like, why is that even on the internet? Can somebody answer that shit? Right? Why is it on the internet? That's my my bigger issue. Like it made it all the way to the fucking internet. Nobody stopped it. We all saw it. All this paperwork about the fucking law and all that weird ass shit. Super weird. What was the point? God, this whole episode is gonna be a fucking hack job for the edit. Oh man. You gotta pay attention to who you support. And these people, they, nah, they're not doing it right. This shit is crazy. Abusing kids is never okay. And I have a huge issue with shit like this because you know you can't win because of how big they are. They're not going to leave. They're going to stay around. They're going to do all the same fuck shit they've always done. They'll lay low for a couple months and then be right back at you with some new shit with another fucking rapper wearing it. And that's that. That'll be the fucking end of the Balenciaga bullshit for now. And we'll see where it goes. Are you going to watch Avatar 2? Like, can y'all remember Avatar 2? I have a very interesting t- story about Avatar 1. Uh, do y'all remember Spice? That shit that was synthetic weed? So, I, uh, man. This is a long time ago. Loner, you can hit the chat now. I see you. I see the at least YouTube. I don't I don't see anyone else, just YouTube. Um So we were in the trap. <laughs> uh yeah, whatever. We were somewhere uh chilling. Just some just some blokes, some pals, some buddy old friends. And uh there was stuff called spice. It was uh, legal marijuana, it was a synthetic marijuana that was actually like a potpourri, like it wasn't even weed. And the way you were supposed to smoke it was like out of a pipe or you would roll it like a like in a, a blunt. But you're supposed to roll them small, like not big at all. Like you're supposed to roll them real thin, which is kind of weird because whatever. So we smoked this shit called Spice. I ain't never smoked no shit called Spice. Not really my type of swag. You know what I'm saying? And it smelled funny, but it hit fast. I mean, fuck fast. So smoking this spice stuff and then i get the giggles but not like (laughs) giggles like oh my fucking god i'm gonna have an eight pack and i might shit myself because i can't stop fucking laughing get the giggles okay then they turn on avatar not just like oh hey let's watch avatar this is like the first hd mind you we this is a really small apartment with a really big ass fucking tv and it was like HD 4K for the first time. We ain't never ever seen no shit that moved like this. And we watched Avatar. 
We were in the ghetto. We were ghetto. It wasn't like a good time for us. We were scared. I couldn't stop laughing. It broke my brain. That spice shit lasted so long that I was just upset that I kept laughing for hours. It felt like hours. It probably lasted one hour, but it felt like a lot of hours. That shit made me hurt like hell. And the Avatar was probably one of the stupidest fucking movies that I watched for two and a half hours and was so confused as to why people had so many goddamn sentiments and feelings about these weird ass blue people. And maybe it was the fucking spice or maybe it was just a weird ass movie with blue people that were attaching tails and shit to horses. Right. Which was dope. I get it. Whatever. Do your thing, bro. And now. 30 fucking years later, they're going to give us part two and we're supposed to go run to the movie theater and be like, oh my God, it's Avatar. Like, I don't care. What do you think? How about you comment below and tell me why you thought the Pocahontas story that they told is so good. Because anybody? I thought it was ass. Like, seriously. It wasn't good. It was weird. And I think they took too long. Nobody give a shit. Did you not watch Ultron? How about fucking Hocus Pocus? You didn't see Hocus Pocus? Mad CGI. How about all the MCU movies? Like, it's not cool to have just blue people attaching tails and shit speaking in some fucking made-up language when we've had fucking, uh, what are that, what's that show that they watch? King of Thrones? Game of Kings or some shit? Game of God of Thrones Wars? They got that shit every day on, on HBO. Nobody give a shit. I don't know. Y'all tell me. What do you think? What do you think? Loner. Talk to me. Oh, fuck that movie. Oh, there you go. He don't like Avatar either. See? See? All right. All right. All right. All right. What else? <clears throat> rent control. I guess we'll talk about rent control on Wednesday. It was definitely something that crossed my desk. And uh, I think we should talk about it. I think it's a, I think it's a conversational piece. I need to get this fucking scar lasered off my face now. I'm so upset. What do you mean, Susan? It's not a thing. No. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, when, you know, your audience is, is two 45-year-olds, you got me beat. Tell you that shit. Tell you that shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get into these topics. Let's get into the show. Let's start telling. Oh, wait. It's Mental Health Mondays. You guys, it's Mental Health Mondays. Oh, God. It's, uh, okay. Again, Mental Health Mondays, I guess coming into the show, talking about all that real estate talk was, uh, I guess a part of, uh, just the, the, the anxiety of Thanksgiving and being around a lot of people. Um, everybody always expects, um, I guess a story. Where everybody wants you to bring good news. And I just, I, I didn't accomplish a big goal that I had in mind. And I attempted it and I failed. But, you know, I tried. And there's always next year. But I didn't reach a goal. And uh, and I'm okay with that. That, that it sucked. Uh, not being able to reach that goal. But I'm, I'm okay. I'm in a good space. I'm more upset that it just didn't happen. But I'm not upset that I, I, I didn't accomplish it. It's just, um... The gains that come from reaching that goal are, are going to be immense. So, yeah, I got to keep working at it. And that's that's pretty much the moral of that shit. You know what I mean? Fucking just keep working through it. 
and just having conversations about things is frustrating, man. You just get tired of trying to convince people. And it's like, do you want to be a, I don't know. I just, I, I'm over convincing. I don't got to convince nobody of shit. Like, I just, I don't care anymore. I really, like, I do this. I'd rather be here talking to y'all than sitting around trying to talk to people that don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know my audience. I'm straight. I'm not worried about any of that. But it is stressful. My daughter just turned 16. Happy birthday, Sariana. You are my first daughter. I had dreams of you. I told her all the time. Uh, We had a tree in front of our apartment. It was an olive tree. And I dreamt of a curly-haired little girl running around that tree. And that dream came true. And that's my baby, Sariana. And she is 16. Like... Oh boy, getting old is, uh, it's fun. It's fun. I have teenagers. I have adults. Life's different now. I think that's why I feel like I don't have time to waste convincing people of things because I'm building a literal empire with my children so that the older they get, the more wealth that we can build together as a family and we can live spectacular. What the fuck? I want my grandkids to buy sports teams. I want my grandkids to be able to do whatever the fuck they I want my kids to do whatever they want to do, but I want my grandkids, my great grandkids, and all them other kids. Like, my name got to stretch. I got to make sure I got five kids. They're going to make a lot of kids. Before I die, 20 people going to come off of me. Pause. That was wild. My bad. I'm not even that old. I'm only 35. Shut up, bro. My birthday's in like two weeks. I'm very nostalgic, all right? But still, my baby just turned 16. And like, you know, it's just, I'm getting up there. But once my son turns 18, my neck, my when Joe turns 18, Joe, if you watching this, when you turn 18, the party that we're going to throw when you turn 18, oh my God. Being a parent is very interesting and it's very difficult. And I know a lot of people make it seem like, oh. I love my babies. My babies can do no wrong. No, no, kids are hard as fuck. Being a parent is hard as fuck. And listening to people that don't have kids talk about raising kids is infuriating. And y'all should shut the fuck up. Podcasters out there that have nothing to do with kids. You don't know what it's like. You don't know the long nights. You don't know the arguments between these motherfuckers. It's hard having five other personalities in your home. I don't want to hear your fucking commentary. Please keep it to yourself. Thank you. Now, some news. Oh, shit. Is it breaking? No, it's not breaking. This is where you come for the news. I gotta look that way. The news. This is, this is not local news, but it's important news. And it's uh, out of Hawaii. Stefan. You're in Hilo, and you're live on the scene. We're going to go live to Stefan on the scene. Go. Not playing. Uh, but my son is in Hilo, and he's under an ash warning. A volcano has erupted for the first time in 84 years. I mean, <laughs> since 1984. Close enough. 84 years, 1984. Eh, long fucking time ago. Almost 40 years. Uh, let's get the story out of Fox Weather. Hawaii volcano, volcano, what? Why is that even in capitals like that? Hawaii, Hawaii volcanoes. What is all this national park? Okay, so um, we're gonna 
We're going to start again. We're going to do it live. We're going to do that shit again. Anyway, uh, Hawaii's Mount, and I practiced this, and now I'm going to forget it. Mauna Loa volcano began erupting for the first time in 38 years Sunday night, ending the longest quiet period between eruptions on record. The U.S. globalologist, wait up, globalologist. <laughs> the U.S. geologist surveyed said Mauna Loa erupted began at uh, 10.30 p.m. Oh, that's that's terrible. Local time inside of, you see, now I can't spell. I don't even know how to do that. Stefan has to do this. Moku, I'm no, because I'm gonna destroy that. The summit cauldron. That's it, looks awesome. I'm just gonna say that. Like, I don't, I know it's dangerous, but damn, dude, it's so fucking cool to watch. The USGS said the eruption of Mauna Loa's migrated from the summit of the volcano to the northeast rift zone. Because of the threat of ash blowing down slope, the National Weather Service has issued an ashfall advisory on Hawaii's Big Island until 10 a.m. local time. So, Stefan, you better stay out of the ash and don't touch that shit. It's hot, okay? Dad don't want to fucking see you get burnt. Officials said a quarter inch of ash accumulation is possible and people with respiratory problems should stay indoors and wear cloth masks, limiting exposure to potential dangerous and uh, dangerous particles. It, it's not good to breathe that shit in. Did y'all ever watch the show Dinosaurs when you was a kid? That's what killed all the dinosaurs, that they started exploding all the volcanoes to make clouds, and then the ash covered the, the sky and killed everybody. Don't add, don't play with the ash. That shit is not fun, I think. I don't know. There's no fucking volcanoes in Vegas. I have no fucking idea. what Stefan, don't touch the goddamn ash. I'm serious. No, it's really dangerous. I promise you, it's so dangerous. It wasn't breaking. Oh, am I supposed to have the... Yeah, we'll do the breaking. This is breaking news. And it's not only news news. I gotta look that way. But it's news that's breaking. And important news. I gotta look that way now. Hold on. This is where you come for the important news. Alright. I like that one. There's protests going on in China. There's drones flying around spraying who the fuck knows what. There's drones flying around spraying who the knows what. China has a zero COVID policy. You know what that means? One person has COVID. The whole city gets locked down. Everybody gets sent to the fucking goulash. Everybody is in the house locked up. Last night, they said, fuck this. Or it was like last week. They were really, really mad. So they started protesting and breaking shit. And they're tired of their president and they're tired of everything. This happens every so often. Don't y'all remember back in the day, Tenement Square, where everybody was protesting and they were killing random people? The crazy shit is everybody's protesting right now in China. One of the people that got scooped up by the police was a fucking news reporter for CNN. They beat the shit out of him. And then they were like, why don't you tell us you was a reporter? And he goes, I was trying to tell you. And then they said, well, we just did that to keep you away from everybody else from hurting you. And he was like, y'all beat the shit out of me. And they're like, so what? We saved your life. Tens of millions of people are locked away. China has a billion and a half people. There's a lot of fucking people in very small condensed areas. So when one person has COVID, 
they go so overboard with this shit because they don't want it to explode due to the density, which is a big, big issue with those heavily dense areas. But at the same time, they're treating their people like fucking animals and they're sick of it. This is really becoming an issue, especially because there was a fucking building that caught fire where kids died and no one, bro, the firefighters couldn't get to the goddamn building because of the COVID restrictions. What is happening in China? This is not cool. This shit damn near happened here in America. And watching those drones just go around spraying shit? Nah. I'm at, it's, it's a no for me, bruh. Fuck all that. Be careful. Be Just be careful. Shit's out there. And we got some more dangerous bugs to talk about, which is fucking awesome. I just love how all this random fucking shit is coming about now with all these new... um. Is it diseases? Is that what we're going to start calling shit? We just got a bunch of diseases now. Ugh. Ugh. Let's talk some real estate. Oh, womp womp. Susan. Diablo. Let's talk some real estate. And I know a lot of people are still looking for homes. I talk to people all the time. Even though I'm not a realtor, I still have the option. Still an option. I haven't taken the option. But it's still an option. I still got another year to make that decision to see if I want to get back into it. I highly doubt it. My license is still there. I tell people the same thing. If you need a house, go buy a house. Average rent right now for a four-bedroom house is about twenty-two dollars to $2,500 a month. If that's what you're paying, you might as well go look for a three hundred dollars to $400,000 house because that's what you'll be paying in the mortgage. Uh, yeah, I get it. 20% is a lot, but there's a lot of programs out there and a lot of assistance and you should be out there searching for all that assistance, all the down payment assistance, whatever's available in your area. You should ask for all the information, all the literature. And if there's any classes you have to take, go take them and get whatever they need for you to, to get a home, get a home, stop renting stories out of Axios, a residential real estate market has screeched to a halt. Excuse me, the residential real estate market. I don't know why I say uh. The residential real estate market has screeched to a halt, and some economists believe home prices are about to drop significantly. Let me tell you right now, what we've seen in the past couple months, and I mean, probably four months now, the luxury market is coming down. Not the in-between shit. All the average homes that people are looking for, like the, for example, like in Vegas, when <laughs> this is my new thing. In Vegas, when I say average home, I'm talking anything between 1,800 to 2,000 square feet. We can even say 17 to 2,100, but that puts you between like 30, 375 to like 430. So it's kind of a big window. But those homes aren't going down. If anything, they're still going up and holding value like the 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 average home price isn't necessarily losing its fucking sway like it's still holding strong so there might be a dip coming but i mean what's really fucking us right now is interest rates are so high you can't even afford the loans which is terrible right you're getting priced out of your home so you're really getting priced out of comfort you got to get a smaller home because the interest rates are so high or put up a higher down which is more uncomfortable because who the fuck wants to spend more money in america you get rich off of borrowing money when they charge you more for borrowing money, you got to be smart about borrowing that damn money. I like how Axios breaks everything down. 
So uh, the big picture, right? Existing home sales have fallen for nine straight months. The supply of single family homes is finally growing. And with mortgage rates nearly 7%, experts say that a large-scale housing slowdown is becoming increasingly likely. This is a great time to buy homes. If you're looking to buy multifamilies, if you're looking to buy investment properties, get your ass out there and go buy them. When people stop selling, you can make offers and get great deals. Go out there. Uh, in one line, collapse in prices is coming. And that was a quote from one of the uh, business folks. Uh, Pantom? Pantom estimates that existing home prices will keep falling, ultimately dropping by 20% from their June peak around 414. If the peak where you was was 414, you lucked out. Our peak was like, excuse me, 510. I hope we drop more than 20% from 510. That's shitty. I would like to see the houses average at like maybe 390, 400. I think that's where we're going to sit. 350 to 360 or excuse me 350 to 360,000 I think would be better for um smaller homes and it's just not feasible like for you to get a $400,000 home you damn near have to make $100,000 a year so not impossible but in a place like Vegas is just it's not really a norm you understand what I'm saying but if rent's $2,500, there's no fucking way you telling me I can't get a client into a home that has a mortgage of $2,500. I'm not going to let my client spend $2,500 on fucking rent when they can be in a home. So we need to figure something out. Um, Goldman Sachs analysts also recently cut their uh, outlook for home prices in roughly flat. This is another interesting thing, right? Because like what they're basically explaining is that a lot of companies that buy in the real estate industry have pulled back and not only pulled back, but their divisions, meaning the companies that have had like specific uh, departments for just real estate or online real estate have just cut them off completely. And it's like across the board, Redfin, Zillow, all the bigger investment firms have all pulled back. What does that mean? It's your opportunity to buy a fucking home. The banks want to give you money. Contrary to belief, they want to give you money because they need to give money to stay al <laughs> to stay alive. Do you see the hand thing? Is this be is this a thing or no? Yeah, don't rent. Go buy. Dead ass. I'm so, I, I'm so serious, y'all. Please don't waste your money. This is what we need to change. We we need to not continue the same shit where we just like year in and year out stay broke let's do things to make ourselves better people and then just figure out listen let's say you get it's easy right you don't want to pay rent you're going to need a duplex you might want to live in one of those units in your duplex and then that other duplex is going to pay for the mortgage for the whole thing right so there you don't got rent let's say you have a job your job now pays for your car and for you to save up to get another property so that that property will pay for your car so now you have one property that pays for rent, one property that pays for your car, and you still have a job. But now you have income from those properties, which raises your income. So let's say you made $50,000 a year. Well, because you have one rental, well, you, have, you would have three in this scenario. Your income could go up to 75, 80. And now you can afford a pretty decent house at 80,000 a year. Plus you got income. And when you move out of that one unit, you have more income coming in. And let's just say those properties have uh, fucking equity. You can jump into equity almost immediately sometimes if you do it right. Right? I can't say immediately, but with the right amount of time in six months, you can look up and all of a sudden 
if you bought a building for 150, that building sells or not sells, but evaluates at half a million, you can take out 200 K and walk away. I, I mean, literally walk away and, and, and start other ventures and continue to make money off of what you got. It's, Oh my God. It's so simple that it's stupid that we don't do this shit all the time. We'll continue to talk about this and I'm gonna keep doing the hand thing until everybody does the hand thing with me. And that for Wednesday's episode, we'll play get your roll on, but dead ass. We're going to figure this shit out because there has to be an easier way. There has to be. We have to figure out how to continue to put people in fucking homes. <laughs> the next story is uh, one hell of a story. And I'm glad I get to tell it. I do this all the time and I never okay. do it. Have you ever read something? Let's just be honest. Okay. You ever read something that said like, oh, done in five minutes or your money back. And you count the five fucking minutes to, with a timer, and it don't be five minutes. It'd be like 10, 12 minutes, and you have a gripe. You go, what the fuck, right? This lady is fed the fuck up that it takes her five minutes to make macaroni and cheese because the box says three and a half minutes. I'm not mad at this lady. <laughs> I'm not mad at her at all. This lady's got balls because that's what it takes to sue craft and if you didn't know this the craziest people come from the bronx in florida and this lady's from florida so shout out to everybody in florida i feel like florida's my second home and i'm gonna need me a big ass house down there so y'all gonna have to welcome me because i think i'm a floridian at this point we cover florida so heavy on the show <laughs> shout out to florida uh, NPR, a Florida woman is accusing Kraft Heinz of misleading advertising based on the time it takes to prepare a single serving cup of microwavable mac and cheese. This is amazing because honestly, it's false advertising. There's a, a, a documentary right now on Netflix with Pepsi because of some shit that they did with points and a fucking fighter jet and they got sued for false advertising. You can't do that. You just can't. While the company markets as Velveeta shells and cheese are being ready in three and one half minutes, Amanda Ramirez says that only the amount of time each cup needs to be microwaved and wait, wait, what? That that's only the amount of time the cup needs to be microwaved and the actual time and preparation process from stirring to letting the cheese sauce and thicken is a lot longer. And she's not really specific as to how much longer. So I'm assuming She's got to be my people. She's Puerto Rican, Cuban, probably Dominican. This is my people. Uh, Puerto Rican, Cuban. And I'm sure she's like, pues mira esto. Esto aquí me cogió siete minutos y el paquete dice tres minutos. Se fue para carajo. Me cago en diez. Dice tres minutos, ¿verdad? Tú vas a ver. I'm going to suit him. I bet you the J.G. Wentworth guy came up. I wish I was an attorney. I would love to be your attorney for this. In quotes, as a result of the false and misleading representation, the product sold at a premium price, approximately no less than $10.99 for eight 2.39-ounce cups, excluding taxes and sales hired to similar products, represented in a non-misleading way. So they charge you more for this shit because it's done in three and a half minutes. That's... Can they do that? All right. And, uh... And higher than that, it'd be sold if it was absence. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. There's a 15-page complaint, okay? 
And her complaint is basically broken down to this. This product is considered a premium product that's done in almost instantly, almost, okay? I'm trying to use my verbiage properly as well, right? Three and a half minutes, 3.5 minutes. So three minutes and 30 seconds, okay? If we're going to do it that way, okay? That, it's supposed to be done. In her eyes, that means that she should be spoon to face at three minutes and 32 seconds or 31 seconds. It should be spoon to face. Just bop, 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 bop. That's not the case. <laughs> That's not the case at all. You got to let it stir. It's got to thicken. It's got to cool down. And then, and then, once it's at a suitable temperature, you can spoon the face the fuck out of your shit, right? So, does she have a case? I think so. I'm not an attorney, but I think she has a case. The lawsuit seeking more than $5 million in damages and looks to covers consumers in Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Utah, New Mexico, Alaska, Iowa, Tennessee, Virginia. And whoever purchased these mac and cheese and cheese cups during this applicable statute of limitations period, it says more than 100 such customers since this product was sold online and in stores across the country. I think that's bullshit because I think it's like a gajillion of them across the whole country. But the real issue is here, though, they're charging more for a premium product in which they don't feel that it's premium. The fact that we're arguing that microwavable food is considered a premium product is amazing. I grew up poor. I still think I am poor. But when we were in school, they asked us what our favorite food was. And I knew I was poor because the kid that lived in the trailer had the same favorite food that I had. You want to know what that favorite food was? Me and Steve love Salisbury steak. I love the fuck out of Salisbury steak. And I used to like making it too. You had to pop it. Pop, 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 pop. And you put it in the microwave. Some people put it in the oven, but I had a microwave. We didn't all have microwaves and shit. Mine didn't rotate, so I had to like do it in increments and then rotate it myself and make sure I put enough holes in it so it could breathe because all the radiation was cooking the Salisbury steaks. God forbid I knew what the fuck a Salisbury steak was, but that's what I wrote on that paper when the teacher asked me what my favorite meal was, and Steve across the room said, oh, shit, me too. Fuck me up. I said, oh, is that Steve that lives in the trailer, Steve? And my homeboy Nicholas was like, yeah. I said, that's crazy as shit. Because if Steve like this shit, I know I'm super poor. Nobody else knew what the fuck it was. So fuck y'all, you goofy motherfuckers for not having Salisbury steak. Get, what's, what the fuck? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What's giving ghetto? That I had Salisbury steak? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't play with me. I got one more story or is it two more stories? Well, I got two more stories. I maybe got three more stories. No, I got two more stories. All right, two more, two more stories, two more stories. All right, more news. This is where you come for news. Not like super important news, just news news. All right, at a market watch. This is interesting, right? Do you have a Tesla? Uh, if you do, we did. You would know that if you have an issue, it takes a lot of time for them to come out and fix it because they have like portable technicians and shit. Or you go up to the dealership, but they're not available everywhere. But it's it's an issue with Tesla because Tesla's like Apple, meaning they make all their own shit. You can't get it from nobody else, nowhere or nobody else. And you're kind of like pinholed into fucking with them which is my fear and my issue with electric vehicles in the first place, that I think it's too difficult to own, 
But at this point in my life, I don't give a fuck. I got the money to do it, so I'm doing it. Now, imagine being able to take your Tesla into a GM dealership. Matter of fact, did you know that most people won't drive more than 15 miles to go to a specific store? Furniture, I used to own furniture stores. That's the thing in furniture. If you have multiple stores, you want to make sure you're within 15 miles of the area that you want to target or you'll miss that net because people don't want to drive that far. GM has spread out across this country so well that they're within 10 miles of 90% of this country. 90% of the United States is within 10 miles of a GM dealership. It's fucking crazy. Step your game up. Talk about mass distribution. That's how you mass distribute. See, Tesla does things a little different. There's no dealerships. What Tesla has is showrooms. If you didn't know that, you don't go to Tesla to buy a car. You go to Tesla to pick your car up. You buy your car at home online and you wait and your car gets built and then it gets shipped and then you go and you get it or they send it to your house. No dealership, no salespeople, no haggling. It's haggling, right? No haggling. You don't got to haggle fucking prices with people. You don't got to haggle. You just do it online. There's no haggling. It's just you and a computer. Fuck the hat. There's no negotiating. There's no negotiations. Negotiate negotiations. There's no negotiating. There's no dude named Bob that loves you and that wants to give you a great deal and help you and your grandmother out and get you into this 96 Cutlass Supreme. Okay? There's no guy with the one button missing and the yellow stains all over his white button down with cigarettes hanging out his fucking mouth trying to sell you and your grandmother on a 96 New Yorker. There's none of that. You don't do that shit at Tesla. The fuck you? What what peasantry shit is that? There's no guy named Big Tim or fucking or your cousin Billy Bob in the back. None of that shit, bro. None of the cool shit from Boulder Highway. None of that. Very specific. Very fancy. But GM just bogarted them. And uh, first off, watch your fucking mouth. Don't you ever talk about Sunsbury Steaks like that. We will fight. You got me? Now, I'm going to get into this story. And you're going to watch your mouth. Uh, GM is doing something pretty fucking amazing. And you got to give them props. And... It's kind of dope because they're not only roping you into their dealership, but they're whining and dining you and showing you what they can do for you. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Market Watch. General Motors dealerships have repaired more than 11,000 Teslas over the past year. The GM president, Mark Riccio, dropped the surprising news in a presentation to investors late last week. The service is a growing business for us. Uh, He offered no details on what services the dealerships have performed. So it might mean dick they might just fill tires tesla does not operate stores or service centers in every state the company has a fleet of mobile repair units that can perform many services and owners driveways but for more complicated repairs owners must bring their vehicles or have them towed to service centers that can be hundreds of miles away it's very very inconvenient General Motors has a network of thousands of dealerships so that many, so many that the company estimates 90% of Americans live within 10 miles, within a 10 mile radius, excuse me, of one. That's, um, how the fuck do you measure that? A 10 mile, man, how do you measure that? I'm trying to do the math. That's a lot of. Man, okay, so Tesla has a choice. Let its owners walk around GM showrooms looking at all GM's new electric vehicles with GM's fixing their broken Teslas 
or choke off the party supply and leave some owners. See, that's fucked up. Resentful and left to tow their cars for repairs. That's not fair. Tesla should not be able to do this, but it is their vehicles. I just think that their service needs to step the fuck up and the quality. We need to really address the quality issue because it's becoming a thing. Sadden e-tron. That bitch is as good as mine. I'm going to tell you that right now. What's almighty? What's that? What's that mean? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means at all. Can't you like almighty? Almighty. Almighty J. Oh, shit. You going to shoot me? Did almighty J get shot? Wait, who's almighty? I don't know what this means. Hey, look, bitch. <laughs> oh, is that the boy that got beat up on a... <laughs> is that the boy that got beat up on no jumper? Bro, if I ever get punched like that, I'm still... I'm, uh, uh, Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I got one more story. This was from the streets. No, it's from the street. Vegas is an amazing place. Vegas is a hub. Vegas is a melting pot. <laughs> Vegas is dirty. Like, get nasty, dirty. Like, chicas bonitas, dirty. Okay? Dirty, dirty. Dirty, dirty. Not only do we have COVID, we got monkeypox, and we got some new shit called a superbug. It's a fungus. It's everywhere. It's serious. And this story gave us so many props that I had to read it. And I got to keep doing the hand thing because it was a good read. And it's from the street. And, you know, we we rep the streets. Yeah, the no jumper boy, right? Yeah, I wish you would. Bro, you crazy as shit. Ain't no man going to stand up and, and just beat me up. You could. Okay, let's just say, hypothetically, he, he just let him do that. He was supposed to jump up and, like, burn that bitch to the floor. Like, that's the rules. That's just how it goes. Everybody knows that. But anyway, let's get into the story out of the streets. In some ways, Las Vegas has been like Michael Myers. Maybe even Jason Voorhees. Or Freddy Krueger. No matter how many blows it takes or how dead it seems, the city always rises back stronger than ever. And that's motherfucking right. You know why? Because Vegas is Vegas. COVID seemed... Oh, shit. I keep getting that alert. Can you Can you not? COVID seemed like the final battle for Sin City. The virus did the unthinkable and forcing the Las Vegas Strip to close. And in tourism and carrying a long shadow that canceled conventions while keeping older... Excuse me. I got like a... Uh, what's that shit? Cottonmouth? <laughs> What is that? While keeping older as well as international travelers away. Yes. When COVID struck, Vegas looked like a fucking ghost town. All the signs on the strip had the same sign. Put your mask on. Stay inside. Be away, but be together. Some bullshit. Don't be around everybody, but be around everybody online. Zoom with me. Just a bunch of dumb shit. And it was mad quiet. Except that certain casinos that were busy as fuck. There was a few of them that were packed. They fucking Motherfuckers had like thousands and thousands of fucking people. <laughs> they give a fuck. But it was a terrible time in Las Vegas. And we're still dealing with the ramifications. A lot of Walmarts aren't open anymore. It's very frustrating. That's very frustrating. Because of the time uh, restrictions and just people not wanting to work. Either way, 
Vegas has not only come back, but we're, we're, we're getting back to where we were and hopefully we'll surpass that. It was a terrible period, but Las Vegas specifically and the Las Vegas Strip has proven its resilience. The comeback has been uh, steady with regular tourism returning to some massive events, including multiples. Okay, hold on. Let's be honest. The events that we had this year were probably bigger than they've ever been. Because BTS was here for like a week. Crazy big. Bad Money, two shows. Crazy big. Uh, uh, Elton John, last show. Crazy big. Metallica, that was huge. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, huge. So many huge events. The Aces won the chip this year. Huge. So many big things. Uh, the NFL draft pick. Didn't Drake sing on the water and shit like that? Uh, I don't even think it's turned on. And uh, who sent that to the iPad? <laughs> Why? Business travelers, international visitors, and even some senior citizen customers have come back in a huge lineup for major sporting events and conventions that should deliver record businesses, excuse me, record business in 2023. But there's now a new health concern. And uh this one's deadly and it's it's it came out of nowhere. See, because we have so much tourism and so many people come to Vegas, it's easy for people to catch any type of disease or cold or anything in that fashion or, or, uh, or, um, style of, tra- uh, what is that shit? Transmittable disease. Like that type of shit happens in Vegas real easily because there's so many people from everywhere converging here at one point, especially during convention season, right? The super bug is, uh, what is it called? Can candida Eris. That's the super bug right now that's fucking everybody up. And we have 600 cases of it right here in uh, Clark County. 600 cases of the super bug has already hit Clark County. A couple of people have passed away from this. I'm not specifically sure if it was because of it or because of, like, I don't know, what, the comorbidities. They don't know. They're screening for it. It's a fungus. And the information is so vague that it's not really being covered all over all the news is. Beware that Las Vegas has a super bug and it is screenable, but we don't know if there's medicine. Wash your hands, wear masks. Don't cough on people. Do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be safe. Be safe. Vegas is a beautiful place. Why do we have to get all these diseases? God damn it. Well, what are you talking about over there? You know what that means? It's the end of the show. I know, I know, I know. We did it. Look, hey, I gave you another hour. Vegas is a dirty city with dirty people. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. I'm from the Bronx. You know that I'm dirty. BX. Pop a bottle, Diddy. Yeah. We had a great show. Great show, great show, great show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My name's Sabian. Live in the moment, don't live in the past. Be safe, stay dangerous. Live O loves you. Wow. Shit, I missed the button. Where's the button at?